I have an embarrassing collection of Leatherman tools. Anywhere I turn, there's a wingman, wave, or a skeletal to slice open a box, tighten a screw, or snip a green wire. Or is it the red wire? Hey, it's Peter, and welcome to On Your Terms, a show all about personal reinvention based on meaningful work, autonomy, and living a happier, more intentional life. Ultimately, it's all about filling your backpack with whatever's missing so you can go and climb your mountain, where the climb is just as exciting as the peak. I have one in each car, one in my office and the garage, even one in the tool roll for my little Honda Grom. They're beautifully made, supremely functional and damn near unbreakable. And if you do manage to break one, Leatherman will give you a new one. They're the exact opposite of your family, which is clumsy, dysfunctional and fragile and impossible to replace. Sure, you can cycle through a few partners until you find the right one. I mean, I did that. But kids? No, doesn't work like that. Kids can't be replaced, substituted or traded in for better ones. And if you screw them up, you can take a lifetime of work to set them straight, if ever. I'm pleased to report, though, that despite divorcing their mum about 10 years ago, my teenage girls, 15 and 17, are mostly happy, confident young women. Now, I'm sure there are many reasons for this, and some are probably beyond my control or influence. I'm sure some of it has a lot to do with their own personalities and how they view the world. But I know that two of the reasons um, have to do with how I was raised and how I work. If there's one thing that I've learned about kids, including my 15-odd years as a kid, it's that nothing beats having a parent who's present, geographically and psychologically. Now, it's no good being there for your, in quotation marks, for your 15-year-old daughter when some pimply asshole breaks her heart if you're at a conference in Orlando or sitting next to your seven-year-old son as he explains the inner workings of Roblox while thumbing through your Instagram on your phone. Being present for your kids means being there physically, mentally and emotionally. Often it requires nothing more than just shutting the hell up and listening. Nodding also helps. My folks were really good at this. I mean granted there was no Instagram back then or smartphones or computers even but if there was ever an issue the TV would go off and they'd sit and they'd listen. So great role models then. The other thing they had going for them was this. They both came home before five o'clock each day and both of them hardly worked on weekends. They were around, basically. I'm glad I learned the whole listening, you know, being present when you're there thing from my folks. I know what it means to be seen and heard, even if misunderstood. I know from what my kids tell me that listening to them and showing genuine interest does actually set me apart from other dads. My 15-year-old Sarah recently said to me on a drive when I was dropping her off to a a party, she said, you know, I'm glad that I have you as my dad and not some useless deadbeat. (laughs) You know, it means a lot to hear that kind of thing. It's better than money, I tell you. I mean, this is the prize that you're going for when you're aiming to be a good dad is these are the kind of things that you want to hear. But getting back to the other part, how I actually work, I think it's been a major contributor to the relationship that I have with my kids. And I also credit much of my mental health and happiness and peace of mind to this one decision to work how, where, and when I want. Now, it began innocently enough. It was a throwaway line from my employer after I returned from one of those, you know, brief grasses greener expeditions where, you know, someone tempts you with a lot of money and you go and work there thinking it's going to be wonderful. And then you realize it's crap and you ask to come back. Well, luckily he took me back. And when he did, he gave me two choices. He said, you can return to the office as a salaried employee, or you can work from home as a contractor. 
Now, more than 15 years have passed, and that second choice remains one of the best decisions I ever made. Because I walk my son to and from school every day, and because I'm often available to discuss things like Minecraft hacks, my son Tommy and I have become best buddies. And because my girls know that I'm usually available to drop them at a friend's house for what they call a gatho, a gathering, on, say, a Tuesday, we get plenty of opportunities for random chats. The point is, if I'd followed the typical trajectory of my role as a marketing specialist, I'd never get home before 6.30pm, and I'd never see my son before school either. My days would pass under fluoro lights in some office cubicle, or worse, at airport lounges in random cities. I'd be a stranger in my own home. And this, I reckon, is how you lose your kids. These days, mums and dads both have careers, and the assumption is that Bigger must be better. More must be better. More money, more status, more recognition, more of whatever's on offer. But more isn't always better. Only better is better. The thing is, kids don't understand any of this. They don't value your job title. They don't care if you make 60 grand or 160 grand. Not if the second option means that they never get to see you, or that when they do, you're too stressed or distracted to pay attention to them. Kids value you, even if they don't show it. In fact, especially if they don't show it. They need you to be around for them. I look at it this way. I chose to have kids, so it's incumbent on me to love them and guide them and listen to them. It's my job. Really, it's my privilege to be there for them. It's a bit like there's people who buy a dog. They obsess over getting a dog. They finally get a dog, and then what do they do? They leave it in the backyard all day, and they piss off and go to work, and the poor thing's out there lonely every day, barking its head off because it thinks that it's been abandoned and the owners are never coming back again. You know, so I continue to work from home despite tempting offers to re-enter corporate life. So I'm fulfilling my promise to my kids the best way I can. And I will maintain this position because the rewards are just too great to change it. Now, Leatherman guarantees their multi-tools for 25 years. Sadly, your relationship with your kids comes with no such assurance. Each of them is a miracle, yet few of us remember that until we're discussing hypothetical extremes like hostage situations, that kind of stuff. So if you'd gladly take a bullet for your kids, ask yourself what the next step down from that might be, or a hundred steps down from that. Perhaps being around for them a little bit more is the only lifesaver they actually need. Anyway, that's it for me for this week. You'll find the blog post for this over at peterfritz.co slash 62. It also lives over on the officeanywhere.co website. And speaking of that, if you don't have a copy of your escape plan yet to pitch your boss to help you to work from home, then just go to officeanywhere.co and you'll see the little section there on the homepage where you can uh, grab your copy of the escape plan. Anyway, until we talk again next week, here's to living and working on your terms. I'll catch you then. See ya.